The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM. 657 AM. Your heart is on 657 AM and your mind is being influenced by us here um, this evening. Now, we're just going to jump right into it. What does a father, the, the, the concept, the idea of fatherhood mean to you? Have you been influenced by the world that we live in and, and have been convinced that there's no such thing as a good father? And it is understandable if you believe that, if you believe, you know, I know that there are some people who even advise their friends beforehand that, friend, you need to not get married to a man. Don't have kids with him because he will ruin your life. Um, Men have quite honestly become the antagonists of this life that we're living on planet Earth. And it's sad, to be quite honest. It is sad. It is quite sad. And I, I say this knowing full well that a lot of women are justified in saying that. And, and I say it because there's a lot of men who have messed up. And we, 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 we I want to make it clear that in deciding to have this discussion on the show, we were not ignorant and we are not ignorant of the fact that there are many, many men who have actually failed, um, you know, who have failed us, you know, and, and we want to be mindful of that. And we want you to know that we are aware of that. And... I suppose there's also the question to ask that or rather the point to make that they themselves have been failed by society. You know, Um, men in historically men were not protected. You know, like I was watching a documentary. Charles, you really need to watch this documentary. Um, It's called The Red Pill. The Red Pill. Um, Where can I find it? uh, uh, Do you really want to ask me that on air? (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's actually. (laughs) I'm kidding. I think it's the 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 person who created the documentary has actually made it available on YouTube, uh, for free streaming. If I just search for the red pill on YouTube, uh, but she also does a TED talk as well, which you can uh go check out. Uh, I forgot her name. Just search for the red pill. Just search for the red pill. You should be able to find uh, her TED talk. But anyways, uh, the point I was I was getting to was um, she basically the the entire documentary talks about how men um, why it asks the question of why are and this is not okay Why are people so angry at men fighting for their rights? So it, it, it documents and does research and also um, follows the narrative of men who are trying to fight for their rights as human beings and to stop being treated as second-rate citizens, right? And there's, a, there's a, a thing there, an example that they use there. Did you know that to this day, if you were to go on a boat cruise to this very day, this shows where our, cul- our culture comes from, right? To this day, if you're on a boat cruise, and the boat starts to sink. Did you know that to this day, women and children go first? 
right? Even if a plane were to land maybe in the ocean, the first people to be saved from from that uh, airplane are women and children. So my point in bringing that up is there are many examples I could use. Even in burning buildings, uh, firemen know you start with women and children. Uh, But obviously the training is a lot more complicated than that. I'm simplifying it a bit here. And in fact, if you look at our police services, South Africa is a bit of an exception, though, I have to say. But if there's a household and there's, um, you know, but this one is very understandable. I will say so myself. But if there's a reported uh, crime or screaming or something, the first person that the cops are coming to protect is the woman. But unfortunately, South Africa and um, many other places around the world actually have a terrible habit of actually not taking women being um, you know, abused seriously and actually t- mm. treating it as, you know, it's what happens. And that's quite unfortunate. But the point I'm trying to make is that we have a culture of not protecting men. We we really, really, really do. And this is not me trying to say that men need to be saved first before women. But if we're making an argument, which is what our modern society has been saying these days, if we're making the argument that men and women must be 50-50 and must be equal, why is no one fighting against that? <laughs> you know? But anyways, um, our actual conversation today is about the existence of good fathers. Um, Shal, I want you to kick us off with that one. Yes, they obviously do exist, but uh, I think they are few and far between, unfortunately. Um, If they were more prominent in our modern day society, I think I would have had a lot, lot less counseling sessions than what I do have. Uh, Even currently, we we do not have unfortunately the the bad i feel the bad fathers far outweigh good fathers we don't see good fathers unfortunately Mm. Uh, we see people wanting to be fathers that are good fathers i don't know why that always happens Uh, but the guys that that were blessed with children they for some reason are just lacking in in being a good father and i see for a for a very long time that it's a it's a generational thing because men aren't good fathers because they do not necessarily know how to be a good father because no one actually showed them at one at some stage that they do need to be a good father or what does it being a good father entail and then i'll also throw in this caveat i don't think we know what it means because we want fathers to be the providers for the household, but then we also complain for the, about the fact that they are not um, um, actively involved in the household. In other words, I mean doing wash, doing the laundry, doing the dishes, whatever the case might be. Right. So they're not doing that. They're out there in the for all intents and purposes. They're in the salt mine. But when we want them home, but when they are home and not at work, we complain about the fact that we don't know to have the new iPhone and the new iPod and stuff like that. Or, well, nobody wants the new iPod. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the point the, the new... point is very clear, though. Yes, yes. The the point I'm trying to make is very clear. And I think because even in my generation, there there are no clear lines on how active I should be in in my own household and what should my office hours be. We, I made a statement very early on in the tonight show. I think it was around about 
just after six before we had the, the interview with uh, um, Azala. It was Azala, right? Azala. The, the, Azala. Azola, the interview that I had three income streams at one stage. Um, then, when people see me nowadays, being with my children, they see when I when I'm when I'm carrying my son, for instance. The other day, I took him to Diskim because we had to get some medication, and he was with me, and he was in Diskim. And the one lady actually came to me and she said, "It's visible with the way that you are with your son that you are being a good parent." Or mm. you're a good father. That's mm. literally what she said to me. Now, I'm not trying to boast about myself, but I'm trying to say that in instances like that, it's still, you can see how scarce it is for a son, for, for a dad to take his son to desk him for him to get the medication. Because our society assumes it should be the mother that's doing the motherly care or whatever mm. the case might be. Mm. Yeah, no, I get mm. you. I, you know, I. I I think we do have a picture of what a good father looks like, to be quite honest, because even, you you know, even in the demands that, for example, women make that uh, I want a provider who works hard to earn, uh, but I also want him to be home. Um, even even in those demands being made, I think there there are certain things we can all agree, certain qualities that should exist within a father. It's not, it might not be a perfect definition of what a good father looks like, but we do understand the, the, the fundamentals. For example, the example you just gave is a perfect example, right? Um, a father taking their, 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 their child or son uh, just to go and, and pick up some medication at the discam. That That is such a small thing that, I mean, such a small thing. For a person to be amazed at that is is, is even ridiculous. But uh, for mm. me, I think a few qualities that I would mention, obviously this is not an um, extensive list. Exhaustive list, yeah. Yeah, exhaustive, exhaustive list, thank you. It's not an exhaustive list, uh, but it, I, I feel like it is a, 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 a list worth looking into or it is a good start, right? I think a good father is is someone who is not just there financially, but who's also there emotionally. So some of us who grew up in households that didn't have a lot of money, we envy those kids who grew up in households with money because we genuinely feel that they had a better upbringing and they had better dads because they were provided for financially. Uh, But you might find that those fathers were actually not present, right? They were not really present Mm. emotionally. They didn't care to come home, especially because men are generally taught that emotion is something you should stay away from. And this is something that even women are guilty of doing, teaching their kids um, that emotion is something that a man should stay away from. However, uh, focusing on good fathers. So someone who's available emotionally, uh, someone who comes back home and actually cares about what kind of a day their child has had, um, who takes, who comes back home and uh, puts everything down in before just focusing on TV and food and work. You come home, you put everything down, you take a couple, some time from your day and you take your child for a walk around the block, right? Um, and also someone who answers their kids' calls, you know, uh, just to make sure that the kid mm. is actually present. And also, on top of that, and not just, and it's not even the main thing, but someone who also is, who makes financial provision. 
but and and it needs to be understood that making financial provision is not what makes a man a man or a father a father yeah. you know especially in the time that we live in now because we live in a world that in as much as you might sit down and think to yourself i think a father should be able to provide financially that's not what our government is thinking our government is thinking mm-hmm. of equality they're not thinking of fathers must earn you know therefore let's make more jobs available to them they want to empower the woman as much as they empower the the father or the the man you know they want to empower the mother as much as they empower the 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 father even though i definitely don't think that those things are being done in the best way because we know more often than not women tend to get custody when there is a split way more often than not and it's understandable as to why the law favors women because uh, a lot of men have just given us a bad rep right a very very yes. bad rep so even fathers that are good to this day which is another conversation i want to have there are fathers who are paying lawyers upon lawyers just wanting their children to be part of their lives and the 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 courts are just refusing them the rights not because they've beat the mom not because they've i mean i i i i don't know shall i actually want to ask you this question um mm. uh, personally i don't think that um, a man who cheats on his wife and the wife divorces him deserves his kids to be taken away from him what are your thoughts most definitely not <laughs> you know um you, you know i'm currently involved with counseling uh, luckily it's not people that contacted me through i am so i can share this uh, a mom that cheated on the dad mm. right mm. but she still got custody imagine uh so so she's the one that stepped over the line but the, mm. the dad is not seeing his son uh, sons in this actual case so the law just whenever there's a divorce the south african child law just favors the mom that's just the way that it it, it works mm. <laughs> um, oh. yeah so unfortunately in this guy's case i think he's the one i'm not doing counseling with the dad but i think he's the one that's going to need some serious counseling mm. because he's mm. his wife failed him and now i think to a certain degree he also believes that the south african judicial system failed him failed him yeah oh my mm. goodness so these are the men that we're talking about today you know people who um actually want to be part of their their children's life they're not perfect people you know um and especially when you consider the fact that none of us are um it's important mm. and you know these are I've met personally a uh, a a guy who has been you know he's been fighting to see his daughter to such an extent that he's even made t-shirts with his daughter on the t-shirt l- launching a campaign um they've even banned him from talking about his daughter and children on social media can you believe it he mm-hmm. cannot mention his children's name uh but the the real focus here being on the fact that he is fighting for custody to see his kids he wants to be involved he wants to be present in his in 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 his kids life and i think for me um even though you know I, I, and I, and i know that this is might not be something that a lot of some people might agree with but i think for the most part a lot of people would agree with the statement so i know that my dad was not the 
best father ever, you know, um, in terms of being a present father. He wasn't, and he wasn't abusive. He would, he wouldn't swear at me. He wasn't in any way. We would chill, hang out, and talk. But he just wasn't a a, a person who has fatherly love, fatherly compassion. Yes. Uh, you know, he he wasn't. Also, I would, I also would go as far as saying he didn't really have fatherly provision, like taking responsibility to make provision for his children. Um, there are a lot of things that he did, which I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for. I mean, he p- paid for my varsity, my varsity fees, which I'm very happy for. But the point I'm getting to is this. Even though he was not a perfect dad, I'm glad to have had him in my life. And even though I can give you countless times where he's disappointed me, where we'd agree that we're meeting at this place at this time and I'm going to be waiting for you and he didn't pitch, I I much rather would have had him in my life than not, you know? Um, And I say that to make the point that it is when, as we get older, as kids, you know, if especially if you're a mom, as we get older as kids, we actually start to understand what actually... So you might tell me when I'm young that the reason your father's not in your life is because he's a bad man. He did this to me. He did that. He did that. But remember that kids grow up and when they grow up, they investigate yes. and they understand things much better. I now understand you know what why i have my mother's surname i understand it um i understand it clearly and my mother doesn't need to break she's never sat down and explained it to me but i did my own investigations i understand what happened between my mom and dad my mom didn't have to sit down and explain it to me you know and and i think it's something that if you have a um a, a decent man who made, yes, he might have made some mistakes, but you must understand that if you're just keeping your kid away from their father simply because a good father, that is, um, or even just a decent father, because he's, you know, he's not going to be a perfect father, um, or just a decent man that your kid actually enjoys their company, enjoys being around them, remember that one day they're going to grow up you know, into men and women who can reason for themselves, who can actually tell you that you were unfair to dad, even though they might not tell you out of respect and love, but they will have those conversations with their friends. And they, they you would have robbed them of many years that they could have built a relationship with their um, with their, their children. Um, now, Charles, I don't know if you can maybe also just paint a picture of some things that we overlook that kids need from a, 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 a dad as well? Uh, being present. Mm. We as dads, I think, find that lacking. Men, we, we, we know that men have the problem that we, um, whatever we do, we are focusing on that. that well, that's, that, that's most men I know is like that. So when you're watching TV, you're not merely watching TV. You're, you're, you know, you're in that. Say, for instance, you're watching Marvel movies, right? You're in that Marvel. Are you trying to say I'm going to be a bad dad for watching Marvel movies? (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. You know, but when I'm, I'm, I'm in those New York streets, when I'm whatever, whatever movie I'm watching, I'm right there. Um, when I'm fixing the car, I'm fixing the car. I'm sort of fixated on changing the wheel if I need to change the wheel. So try your utmost best 
to be present, to switch off the tablet, switch off the TV sometimes, and just focus on your children. Do whatever you seem fit for your children. Sometimes it, you need to make a fool out of yourself. But if you've got sons, try to incorporate them in whatever you feel doing. That's the most important thing that I think children can do, if you, or that a parent can do for their children. Just incorporate them. If you really do need to change the tire, clean the swimming pool, let your children help you. They will most probably do it miserably and fail miserably, but they would forever and ever and ever be your thankful because they feel that they've got quality time with you in spending that thing. That's the most important thing. If you ask a young child whether he wants money or quality time with his parents, you would always, always, always choose his parents. I don't know if you've ever seen that video given... Mm -hmm. Um, but it was an Australian com company that did this. They separated the children from the parents, right? Mm -hmm. And then they would ask the parents, okay, you can have an all expenses fancy dinner uh, paid uh, at your house by this some other chef. Who's the one person in the entire world that you would invite over? And then all these parents had these. It was very funny because all the parents said, ah, I'll have Scarlett Johansson. And then the mom's like, okay, if you're having Scarlett Johansson, I'm having Mel Gibson, whatever the case might be. Yeah. Right? And then they would show that and they would laugh. And all the parents would laugh. And at the end of that, they would show the parents, okay, we asked your, son, your children the same question. And the, the children was like, what? We can have this fancy dinner with this amazing chef. And then the guy's like, okay, who would you ask, ask over for dinner? And like, mom and dad. Oh. I would like my mom and dad there. And the mm. parents were weeping because they sit there and they watch this video. And this, this one dad actually said, you know what? I'm ashamed to admit that my children did not even come on my list. I didn't even consider inviting them. Imagine. Right? Whereas to my son, uh, there's no one else. I, I, he, he doesn't want to have dinner with Iron Man if he can have dinner with his dad. Mm. So I mm. think that's the, the main thing. I, I rambled on for quite a bit now, but I think being present is almost the most important thing that we can do. Yeah, no. Oh, man, that was powerful. Now, one thing that I want to leave us with is this, right? Um, for a lot of the women that that are listening, if you have children, um, I, I want to make this little, give a little bit of advice, right? Us being Christians or even just being good people, if you're not saved, if you believe that you're a good person, um, the law has given you power and privilege currently. Now, do remember that the law changes. We never know what legislation will be passed in the next couple of months or even the next couple of years uh, because the law just requires the correct amount of pressure um, and enough people to agree upon what um, that a, a, a particular decision, enough judges to agree uh, for for the law to change and for legislation to change. I was actually watching um, a clip from Judge Judy where um, a person, a, a, a mom, literally decided that so the, the the mom and the dad were having disputes and disagreements and then the mom was like i have custody of the children so i took my children and he took the dad to court for wanting to get up early in the morning and take the kids and keep the kids because i can't remember if the mom was wrong or the dad was wrong but one thing that i love mm. that judge judy did right this is a clip from long ago she she looked at the mom and said you have no right 
you know she's like you have no right this is these are not your children these are both your children he has mm. or, or this is both your child he has every right to take the kids just as much as you do uh, men are not second rate uh, second class citizens in this country and and this is what a lot of a lot of and you know what she said she was like well that's not what i've been told and i'm like there is and she literally looked at her, at her and said there is no lawyer who has given you legal ad- that legal advice if they did they've given you wrong legal advice and there and she was like there i know that there are some judges who do believe that and some people in the in the legal system who do believe that men are second rate citizens and women have first preference but you do not have the right if 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 you mess up or he messes up you still un, unless a court has actually ruled that you have full custody so she just assumed that she had full custody she just assumed it, right? Um, and you can just see where our mindset is at. And Charles, as you get our devotion for the night ready, I just want to conclude by saying this, that you, the law has given women power, a lot of power when it comes to taking kids. And we understand that men are not always perfect. And absolutely men have messed up. But it is important to really discern a situation and Ask yourself if you're not becoming the monster that you, you, you hate to see. Because if power has been given to you, then you have the responsibility to execute that power with wisdom and with grace. You know, um, so this is such an important thing. So God, the Bible even says to whom much is given, much will be required. So when it yeah. comes to legal uh, custody, more, much has been given to women. Right. So when the Lord comes back, he will request much from you because much has been given to you. You are in a position of privilege when it comes to the law. But this is not to justify every bad thing that every man has ever done. Um, but we just want to take a moment tonight and acknowledge the men that are making an effort to be in their children's lives. Take it over, Shal. Amen. Uh, the scripture verse for tonight for our devotion is not one that's usually uh, bring, brought in with parenting, but I th- think it is so, so, so important for us to share it. Matthew 5 verse 37, and I'm reading it specifically from the New King James Version, because that's the one that we all, I think, will know and remember. And it says this, it's Jesus talking, and it says, But let your yes be yes, and your no be no, and I think that is something for parenting that being a good father is simply that let your yes be yes and your no be no. You are the one that's going to teach your children on the faithfulness of having a heavenly father. So if you're not faithful when you say yes and not doing it or saying no and you are doing it, then you are teaching your stuff, your, your children misguided theology not something that god would have done be faithful because you are representing a faithful heavenly father from myself to charlotte way it's been a great two hours looking forward to spending some quality time with you again next week friday have a great weekend and from me given illustrative thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight uh, we will be here same time next week from 6 p.m to 8 p.m this is the i am live team saying good night mm-hmm.
Be doers of the word with 657 AM. Sounds of life. Share the love. Share the truth. Share the life on 657 AM. On 657 AM.